Tanya for the fifth of Tishrei, but first the story. The Alter Rebbe's oldest daughter, Frida, at some point um, took over the kitchen of the Alter Rebbe's house and she began to take care of it and her mother was, was very busy. So she was, the, she was the new head of operations of the Alter Rebbe's kitchen. And when Shlema Kalin was a, was a big rabbi at, at the time of the Alter Rebbe, a fellow student of the Magid, came to visit the Alter Rebbe's wife told her daughter that, you know, we have a very important visitor. The, the kitchen is going to be taken back. For, I'm going to take control of the kitchen and make sure all the food's ready for the Tzadik to come join us. Um, the, you know, while, while he's here, I'm going to be in charge. And Freda said, it's not fair. I've been doing it until, I've been doing it until now. Now there's a, a big opportunity the Mitzvah, Nasazarachim, there's such a big Tzadik. I want to continue. I, I want the opportunity. So they, decided that the fair thing to do was to bring it as a based in um, case to the Alter Rebbe. So they brought it to the Alter Rebbe and the Alter Rebbe told him the like case. He said, the, the zchus, the mitzvah, belongs to the Alter Rebbe's wife. But because Freda has been in charge of, of running the Alter Rebbe's kitchen, it, it, the best compromise would be that all the salt will be added by her because the, the food without salt is, is going to be useless. So that way they both have an equal zchus in Preparing in the midst of preparing for such a great tzaddik, the, the Alter's wife will be the person to prepare all the food, but the actual salting that will happen by Freda. And so that's what happened. Um, Shlom of Kalin came, the, the um, Rebbetzin of the Alter Rebbe prepared the food, and by, by um, rote, she prepared the food, she put the salt in, she completely forgot that there was an arrangement because it was just a, a natural reaction. Um, Rebbetzin Freda. The daughter of, well, later on, later on, at this point, the daughter of the altar, Abba she came and she put the salt in because that was, you know, that was, that was what the arrangement was, had been agreed upon. And when it came, when the food came in front of Shlom of Khalid and all the rest of the guests, of course, they couldn't eat it. It was extremely salty. And everyone turned towards the altar, and the was eating. And he noticed that everyone's not touching the food. So he assumes there's no salt. So he starts pouring more salt in and continues. And Shlom and Kalin, and he asked Shlom what's going on? And Shlom Kalin said, it's salty. So Altebe took another, another um, bite, and he said, yeah, oh, Taka, you know, it's too salty. And he told Shlom Kalin like this, he said, when I travel to the Magid, I haven't sensed the taste of food since then. Like that, that's, that was like a, what an effect the Magid had on Altebe, that he, he stopped um, sensing the taste of food anymore. The Tanya now is going to deal with mitzvahs. And the mila over mitzvahs, the, the mila of mitzvahs, the advantage of mitzvahs over Torah itself. And of course, at the very end, I'll going to say, well, you know, technically Torah also has an advantage as well. That's how I understand this, Tanya. Just one, uh, one quick recap, just to understand one of the, the missing pieces that's critical to understand what's going on over here. We spoke about the power of creating something from nothing. This extraordinary power where you have infinity, which is God, and then your affinity, which is, which is the physical world with physical limitations and parameters and, and metrics and things that could be quantified, things that could be when you're put in a box, let's call it, things that are finite. The power to transfer from infinity to infinity is not unregulated. It's a power of insight. It's Hashem's infinite power that's able to bridge this, this gap that's, 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 not, that's not bridgeable. But the world of Atzillus has this incredible power of God's unlimited energy invested in it, enabling infinity to turn into infinity. And especially this is expressed in Malchus. 
the lowest level of the highest world. And this Malchus, it, it's where the, the details of creation are all, are all expressed. And like Alter Rebbe, three reasons why in Malchus is the best expression. And with that in mind, Alter Rebbe now continues. And now, now it can be understood why mitzvahs are called in Hashem's name, the four-letter name of, of Hashem, Yud Hey, and then Avav, and then Hey. The final Hey, which represents Malchus, the lowest level of the highest world, is mitzvahs. That's, a, that's where, the, where the energy for all the mitzvahs that, that, that we do in this world is. And Vav, the Third last letter represents Torah. So the Alter Rebbe is now, the Alter Rebbe is explaining according to Kabbalah what's going actually going on. The in, in Kesser, which is a level higher than, than Chachma, there are, there are two expressions of it. There's a high expression, which is like the hair on a person's head. That's an analogy that Zaya gives. And then there's the pathways, the white pathways between the hair itself. The white pathways between the hair itself is of a higher level than the actual hair itself. And that represents mitzvahs, while the hair itself re represents Chachma, which is a wisdom, which is um, Torah. Now the question is, the it's, it's like an inverted seal. Even though in Kesar itself, Torah is of a higher level than Mitzvah. When Mitzvah come down in this world, Mitzvah are on a lower level, because Mitzvah are Malchus, which is the lowest level, and Torah is Zah, which is higher than it. It's, it's because it's like an inverted seal. And in the same connection with notes, um, the beginning is connected with the end, which is basically it's based on a principle like this. The highest and the lowest are connected. So when you look at something, you say, well, it's the lowest. That, that's obviously much lower than the thing that's directly above it. In the case of, in the case of let's talk about the levels of, of Torah and Mitzvah. Torah comes from Malchus, which is lower. And Mitzvah comes from, uh, Mitzvah come from Malchus, which is lower. Torah comes from Zah the six emotional attributes of God, which are higher than Malchus, but in the actual source is the flip side. Mitzvah, which is lower, is actually higher than Torah, and Torah, which is higher in the, let's call it the spheres, actually comes from a lower level. A lower level. It's, again, this is Kabbalah, this is, that's a, a brief explanation on how it actually works. So, so this incredible ability of mitzvahs to, to be mitzvahs is coming from a God's infinite power. And it's coming by way of Malchus, which the power of something from nothing comes from Malchus. And what's so interesting about the mitzvahs is that the mitzvahs actual source, though it represents itself in this world, let's call it. In this world, mitzvahs looks like it's way lower than Torah. You have Torah and you have mitzvahs. You know, well, hold up, Torah is so much greater than, than mitzvahs. The Altar was saying what's so incredible about mitzvahs is the mitzvahs' origin story. Mitzvahs, you know, its reflection upwards is so much greater than Torah itself. It comes from a way higher level. But save my the final act is it shows you on what you originally what you originally thought. Now, a person, for example, has has a house and you know he builds a whole house 
and then the very final act is he puts, uh, you know, he, he, he puts a doormat on the front door. That putting the doormat on the front door is a reason why he built the foundations and built the, the rooms and built the walls and roofs because he wanted a house so he could welcome people with a, with a doormat. So the doormat might seem so non-important to the whole journey, but no, that doormat is really what those what the house is all about. It's about inviting people into the house and having people, you know, wipe their feet before they walk inside. The end part is really the, the, the whole intention that this person had when he built a massive house. Expressing this idea of the difference between Torah and Mitzvah and the advantage, this is the, the emphasis, the advantage that Mitzvah have over Torah, Rabbi Shimon Mayachai, whose life was all about Torah, and such a degree that he was involved in Torah, that he did nothing else but study Torah, the, the Yishami asked the question, says, the less later Rabbi Shimon Rabbi Shimon, of course, would stop learning Torah in order to like uh, to, in order to do the commandment of Lola, the Gemara questions that you know Shimon by his whole life was trained did nothing else but to do a mitzvah that that would pass like the mitzvah of, of Lulav, would he not stop learning Torah in order to do it? And the Gemara says another statement. This one's very dramatic, very explosive. It says the Anyone that learns Torah and doesn't have intention to do mitzvahs based on the Torah that he learns, it would have been better that when he was a baby that the afterbirth would have turned over and killed him. And he would be born. So why that the author analyzes it's such a weird expression. And especially even to say that a person should have never been born, that's a very a very dramatic way to say it. There's obviously got to be more, more going on. So no, Gashilia notes the shilia, the alphabet is created before the actual um, um, drop of, of, of seed is, is created. It's the, what the main part of the, of the baby before the actual formation, the first 40 days, it's the afterbirth that's, that's the main part of the child. The kachah mitzvah, so says the, says the Gemara, the Atrap is saying, learning inside the Gemara, this is what the Gemara is trying to tell us. A person that learns Torah and doesn't have mitzvahs, it's like they're, they're, they're vetoing the part that's more important than the Torah itself, the mitzvahs. It's like they're, they're having the afterbirth without the child, it's learning Torah without what comes before the whole intention of Torah, which is that a Yid does a mitzvah in this world, that a Jew does a mitzvah in this world. Even though the Torah is is actual wisdom and the mitzvah is is, is actual, the mitzvah is actual action. And you say, well, what's greater, wisdom or action? And you say, well, of course, wisdom is far greater than action. The Alter says, wait a second. We until now we've been saying that mitzvahs are greater, but mitzvahs have a deficiency. It's the final question and the final answer we're going to say in a moment. And the Alter says. You're trying to tell me that we're going to say that Torah, which is the wisdom of God, which is so ethereal and so it's called flighty and so like refined, and a physical mitzvah in this world is somehow higher than that? That's not Torah, no. When you learn Torah, you connect to the innermost part, not maybe of the, of the mitzvah level, but of the Torah level. When you learn Torah, you connect to, when you do a mitzvah on the hand, you might connect to a higher level, but it's only based on because it's physical. That, that is a deficiency. So, as will be explained below. So, in summary, what are we saying? We're saying mitzvahs come from a higher location. Though in this world, they might be lower. And as Otterbe says on the end, adding a little detail, mitzvahs also have the, not deficiency, but, you know, not the advantage of being the wisdom of being very on spiritual and innermost part of whatever level we're trying to tap in. Mitzvahs come from a higher location. Torah comes from a lower location. 
So in that respect, it's not as great as Torah. But when it comes to a, a great, great, when it comes to this world, however, it expresses itself on a higher level. And an additional uh, a bonus is that when we learn Torah, though it might not trigger as high of a level when we do a mitzvah, when we learn Torah, we go right into the center of that world. The world of Torah, we go right into it because it's wisdom. And the wisdom we connect to, it goes right into the internal part of the world. But when, when we do a mitzvah, we're going to a much higher location, but only to the peripheral, only to the external part of that world. Thank you so much for joining the Tanya Tanya Zalani Mr. Shishima by Yohan Amishal and Yitzhak from Chasarav Joseph Shulmiel coming in Rabbi Minyon of Hushlima Rabbi and Chabish Mishisti and anyone else who needs a full shame, I want to convey a successful day and thanks so much for joining.